Yeah, so welcome in one and all. This is Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast here with you. Looking ahead to week 14. Let's take my glasses off. Otherwise, you'll just see screen screen eyes all uh, all. So we'll get rid of those. I usually try and get rid of them because I try and remember them before we, we hit the live. But there we go. Never mind. Um, welcome in, Adam. As you can see, no Liam with us this week. So uh, as Adam would like to, like to point out in the group chat, obviously with the Bengals winning, um, you two can't be on the same podcast. And you've, you guys have had a Barney again. It seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Obviously, the Bengals have now shown a spark of life, and Liam's decided that's enough. He can't. He can't be on the same podcast as me this week. So yeah, um, yeah. It was uh, obviously a game I didn't stay up with because I thought it was going to be a terrible game for the Bengals, um, and then it turned out to be one of the best rookie performances ever. So um, right. not rookie, sorry, he's not a rookie. One of the best backup performances ever. So yeah, has given a little bit of hope for the rest of the season for me and. Um, looking forward to this weekend a bit more now. Yeah, well, I don't know if it also yeah, that culminated with the uh, Kansas City loss on Sunday night football as well. Maybe, uh, yeah, mm. We're, armchair fan, absolute armchair fan. Um, yeah, yeah, Monday night football was a bit of a surprise. No more than a surprise than me waking up on Tuesday realizing that I uh, I got the the win in, in the, our main fantasy league. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, that's fantasy football, Joe ladies Mixon. and gentlemen. Well, yeah, exactly, Joe, Mister Joe Mixon. Oh, Mixie, you are so fine. But anyway, on to week 14 and uh, obviously some teams, obviously the last bye week as well. So a slightly reduced slate. I think you've got Commanders, Cardinals um, and some other other guys on bye. But uh, yeah, and for some reason we have a... Uh, was it just those two? Okay, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no one really cares about that, to be quite honest. But um, yeah, for some reason we have a double Monday night header. So we'll obviously get to that. Uh, as well, I don't know if there's a certain reason why we've got a double header on Monday night. Adam, do you know? No, I have no idea. I don't just think for the lulls, just for the lulls. But uh, talking of crap as well, yeah. Well, talking of lulls, Thursday night football is going to be a banger, isn't it? Um, the New England Patriots travel to the Pittsburgh Steelers over under. Yes, that isn't uh, me screwing up the uh, the image, it is actually correct. 29 and a half, ladies and gentlemen, is your over under the lowest. Over under since 1993, I think I saw in a tweet earlier in the week, and there's a there's a few on Sunday as well that that rival that 29 and a half, and yeah, I think it just uh, encapsulates how much of a uh, absolute shit show could the quarterback situation has been uh, this season. But uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't go through all of it. Did I? Yeah, Pittsburgh series five and a half point favorites, four to eleven on the money line, nine to four if you are a Patriots backer. Um, yeah, obviously Mitch Trubisky at quarterback for the Steelers. I, can't remember who I don't know if Mac Jones has been reinstalled as a starter for the for the Patriots yeah but five and a half point underdogs for them over under there is a whopping 29 and a half yeah, where do we start I I just this is gonna be crap in it <laughs> yeah yeah it's um obviously the Patriots are the, the one of the best stats in recent years keeping teams to 10 or 10 or fewer points in the last three games and losing all of them is is just outstanding. It's hilarious. And obviously me and Liam both had Chargers minus five and a half last week um, as our uh, spread bet for the weekend. And that came in because they scored six points, which is... It has to be. I don't know I don't know if you know, but it has to be the first time that someone's covered a spread. But yeah, after... I know, I, th- I saw, I saw um, a podcast earlier in the week and they, they, apparently it was like six and a half at some point in, in America, because they were saying it must be the first time that, that someone's had a shutout and still covered the spread or something. So mm-hmm. it was certainly around the six yeah, and a half to five and a half area, but depending on obviously when you when you got on <laughs> and which side you, you went. But 
Yeah, yeah you can't imagine it. anyone scored fewer and still covered. Like it, yeah. it, it just can't have happened before. So yeah, it just shows how inept the Patriots have been this year on offense, which we have said many times through the season, to be honest. Um, obviously, their defense has shown up in recent weeks. But yeah, with Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, whoever's back there, um, they're not moving the ball. And without Ramondre Stevenson, it's going to be even harder for them to do that. Um, I, uh, Pop Douglas, uh, Demario Douglas is out as well, and he had been picking up in recent weeks. Um, so probably more for Devante Parker. He got a couple of deep shots last oh, week. Oh, you know, you know what this is, don't you? Juju, a Juju revenge game. Juju, Juju revenge game. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, he, there's not many other players get, left. Get on, get on the overs. Get on the over receptions. Get on the <laughs> maybe, maybe not the yardage. I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm not going to go that. I was going to say. I mean, <laughs> none of them are going to be very high, are they? So no. over. What are we on? What are oh we man, on? have I only uh, just realised that? Yeah, I don't think anyone's picked that either. Strangely enough, with uh, the um, utter, as I say, the. I, mean, I don't even know. Do, do, do people do? Offense. Do bookies even price up Juju these days? Let's have a look. 16 and a half receiving yards. 16 That's, and a half. Be, it's one catch. <laughs> over, over one and a half receptions is his uh, uh, on Bet365. Got to be done. Got to be done. Overs. Overs. So bad. Um, but yeah, obviously, if you are looking at anything, it's it's probably going to be defences. Uh, Steelers defence to score is 17th. 15 to 2, I think it was. Uh, 15 to 2 on Paddy Power. Um and Patriots defense is eleven to one over there. Um, obviously facing Mitchell Trubisky, there's a chance he could throw it all around the place. Although I was saying before we came on air, the Steelers know they only need fifteen points to win this game, so they may well keep it super safe with Trubisky and make sure he doesn't give the ball away because that seems to be the only way they're not going to win this one. Um, Najee Harris is going to play after coming through an injury scare. What Jalen Warren's been quite good anyway, but. The new um, play calling seems to be more Najee, which is a bit annoying because I think Warren is the more exciting of the two. Um, I've just had a look, quick look back over Trubisky's games this year and the previous year, and Deontay Johnson seems to be leading uh, on receptions and yards in every single game I've seen. So over three and a half receptions, admittedly it's four to seven. Not exactly a good price for it, but he's have six plus um, from what I can see. Again, it's with a previous play caller so that might not be the same thing but I, I've gone the other the other side not the other side I've gone uh, over the middle with um, Pat Fryermuth his his line's 27 and a half yards um, and obviously he had a big game against the Bengals he came back down to earth a bit last week but sitting in the middle 27 and a half I think is a fairly decent line for him to probably do that in three catches um, yeah the rest of this game I don't want anything to do with no, we're not going to spend overly. The more the more seconds that we waste on this game, the more mm. the more I die inside. But yeah, me and uh, me and Liam have actually gone over twenty nine and a half. I just, I just something something to me says that there's going to be some points in this one. And just I don't. The Patriots could sure. Well, I, I guess they can be shut out two games in a row because things are that bad. And I, I, I don't know how much um, Bill Belichick is already looking forward to the twenty four twenty four draft and wishing it was here. But uh, never mind. Um, yeah, and I just think. I just think that the Patriots will, will score a rushing touchdown with Zeke. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mr. Trubisky, I know you said that it will keep it casual because they need to score 15, but I still think, I think it'll air it out a little bit. And the way they've got the weapons, you know, they've got some decent wide receivers. Najee and Warren's a decent enough one two punch. They're at home. It's, it's, it's going to be a shit show. I'm not, I'm not advocating any bets on it whatsoever, but you know, for the purpose of this podcast, I had to choose something. So over, over 20, over 29 and a half 
it's just it's just too low. It's not a, it's not a weather game, and it's the, the total starts with a two. So just give me the I'll give, give me the over. I can't. Would it surprise me if it's another six? It's a six nothing game now. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, no one's really going to watch it. I don't even think Patriots fans are going to watch it. To be quite honest, either. So, I mean, certainly in this country, I don't think anyone's going to watch it anyway. So, we we can just we can just move on. Sunday night football should be a little bit better. You would hope the Dallas Cowboys that host the Philadelphia Eagles, big NFC East game this one. Uh, not necessarily in terms, well, I guess more so, more so in terms of division, but I guess also there's number one seed ramifications in there. Obviously, San Francisco will have a lot to say about that. Anyway, a bit sh- shocked at this line. Cowboys at three and a half point favourites, nine to four on the money line, four to eleven. Uh, that's that, that's the wrong way around. See, I do I do screw up visuals. <laughs> I do screw up visuals. But that, that over under is correct. So that's fifty one and a half. Um, yeah, forgot to change that. But anyway, but yeah, this one uh, should be a bit more fun. Yeah, my first look on this one was the under, and then I thought, no, that's stupid. Like, both these teams can put up a lot of points when they need to, and obviously they know each other. The Eagles are coming off a big loss last week. They're going to be humbled by that. Um, They might have Dallas Goddard back. I know he was back training. I've not seen an update on him playing. Um, But to be honest, I think the other side of the ball's more worth talking about more. Obviously, the Cowboys have been dominant at home for a season and a half, two seasons now. Um, they do struggle against the Eagles, but they have been incredibly good at home. And it's that's the reason why it's three and a half points, I think. And obviously, the Jalen Hurts being banged up. He has been for the season. They they are, they're, they're not really clicking an offense. They can't get a run game going. So I get why it's, over, it's three and a half points for the Cowboys. And that is probably the way I would lean if I was taking something on the spread. Uh, I do think that is the correct side of it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it should be, should be an exciting game. Obviously, the Cowboys have been have been very, very good. Uh, they might have um, Mr. McCarthy, though. He's uh, having appendix surgery this week, so... Uh, he's, he yeah, 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 so I saw, I saw that. Now, the update is that he's fine. He'll be there Sunday, so... Well, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't need your appendix anyway. Well, you, so. got you, well no, but you, we've already got our excuse in, so there we go. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, Philadelphia... It, a, I think it was the start of the month. A couple, it was only just a couple of weeks ago. They obviously the guys, the, these two teams played. The, the total points ended up being fifty-one. So I don't know if that's the um, you know, the bookies just saying, "Oh, you know, just do it the same as fifty-one and a half." As it's what happened last time. So kind of just go with there. But uh, I feel like Dallas were actually unlucky to lose that game. Um, it kind of all. Philadelphia fell apart apart on that last drive, didn't they? And then Dallas decided to fall apart. So <laughs> doing a doing a, a a playoff San Francisco game impression, um, maybe just a month or two, a couple of months early, but never mind. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think the Cowboys probably right to be favourites. I just think I can't I can't do three and a half. Just my morals of three and a half. I mean, if you want to do three, fair enough, and because it, it, it could easily quite be uh, be a, be a field goal game, but. I'm not. I'm not doing three and a half. So if you're going to give me the hook on the on the three and a half, give me the Philadelphia Eagles. To be quite honest, um, Liam's gone money line six to four, um, and you've gone for probably the one of the most. I'm not going to say locked yeah. in touchdowns, <laughs> but um, yeah, why, why wouldn't you at that price? Yeah, Jalen Hurts five to six, uh, anywhere near even for the probably shove to get in. Obviously, you give them two yards, or if they get two downs to get two yards near the goal line, then Jalen Hurts is getting in. So yeah, it was it was fairly it was a fairly easy one once I I couldn't make my mind up on the spread or the total. So yeah, it was it it was inevitable. Yeah, but yeah, it should be a fun game. Like I say, we'll have huge ramifications, especially if the Cowboys win. We'll uh, put the cat amongst the pigeons. 
uh, or show, as the Cowboys amongst the Eagles, I guess, is maybe the, the NFC East equivalent of that. But um, yeah, should be a fun one. Uh, I will be probably staying up for that one. I've got work early in the morning, but uh, we, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Uh, moving on to the aforementioned doubleheader on Monday Night Football, we've got Tennessee at Miami and Green Bay at New York Giants. Both of these are at the same time. Again, God knows why. Usually they even do maybe an hour or two hours kind of um, difference in terms of kickoff. But nevertheless, we have the Dolphins at 13.5 point favourites. Over under in that game is 46.5. And And then Green Bay at uh, the New York Giants is over under is 35.5. The Giants are 6.5 point underdogs at home. Your thoughts on either of those games? Um, again, Tennessee and Miami is not going to be not necessarily going to be really a fun one. I think you know uh, Tyreek Hill and Tua will be licking their their chops. But I think also Green Bay. I think um, Jordan Love and um, and, the, and the Packers. I know they're probably without Christian Watson with that with hamstring injury, but they'll probably be licking their lips uh, after their their defeat of the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, to beat the Lions and then the Chiefs um, consecutively, obviously it's pretty impressive. And then to get an extra day rest again uh, this week, coming into this weekend with this crazy game, um, it does seem it, it's, it's pretty good for the Packers. Obviously, they seem to have clicked recently. Uh, things are looking good for them on the offense with uh, Love finding pretty much all the receivers. So, yeah, the loss of Watson is going to hurt them, but he has been spreading the ball around and could mean a little bit more for the likes of Dontavian Weeks and... Um, Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs, the, the the kind of lesser ones, probably uh, is it Tuckercraft? I think it is the the tight end. He obviously scored when um, on Thanksgiving, so we know we he, they'll find the ball, they'll get the ball to him. But yeah, I, my bet for the whole slate on this one is Tommy DeVito over 173 passing yards. Um, just why not? Um, he's <laughs> he's been playing all right. He's had the bye week now to uh, get a little bit more comfortable, and it's a very low line for. Any kind of quarterback in the in the league, other than uh, Steelers and Patriots quarterbacks, of course. Um, he had what did he have in his last game? He had a, he's had 191 and 246 over the last two games uh, against the Patriots, and obviously we've been saying how good the Patriots defense has been. Uh, he had 191 against them. The Packers defense has been getting better, but I, I just thought it was quite a low line, um, so it was worth a punt. And I didn't really like much else. Um, I, I I personally can't do over the yards that you've done. I, I I think it'll win, but it's it's not one that I will go for. But yeah, the the Dolphins are playing a poor team, so they're going to win by fourteen plus. And I I wanted to take the Packers minus six and a half, but the Giants off a bye week, um, their defense hasn't been terrible, and they seem to be playing hard still. So I just couldn't do it. So. Yeah, I went for yeah no, I'd, I'd I'd be quite happy to take the uh, the Packers on there, but just on your Daniel Devito, there might be a bit of wind in the in the Giants game. There seems to be obviously a theme this weekend. There's going to be some wind in the northwest of uh, northeastern corner of the United States, and we'll get to that shortly when we come to the Sunday games. But yeah, my uh, um, Liam's bet for for the he's actually doubled. Oh, he's teased both games. So Dolphins minus four and a half and Packers minus four even. So if you want to tease it down and you just want a bit of an interest, obviously they're playing at the same time, watch both games and then uh, watch that come easy. Te- 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 okay. That's that's an old that's an old spread. That's not a that's not a tease at all. He's teased it. Maybe he's just teasing he's teasing me by saying it's a teaser. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's knocked yeah, off I mean, nine from the Dolphins, isn't he? And yeah. two from yeah. he's he's yeah, he's just He's just teased me there. No, never mind. Um, <laughs> we'll, move, we'll move on. Uh, I've gone for Tyreek Hill over 104 yards. I think with the record in sight and is where it is against the Tennessee 
pass defense that's not great and you can just throw on them. Um, I think they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. Um, so I don't care if it's three figures that Tyreek Hill's got quoted for him 104. I think they're just going to help. I think they're just going to help him get the record and potentially get the obviously the offensive player of the year or what or whatnot. I just feel I just feel like in that in that organization, I haven't watched Hard Knocks, but it just feels like something that they'd focus on and want to get for Tyreek Hill. So um, I don't care what the line is, just give me the over. They'll give him the opportunity to do it. And it's kind of like um, McVeigh with Kyron Williams joking last week that he only gave him the touchdown because he was in his fantasy team or like you know when they gave Christian McCaffrey you know how many runs at the goal line to, yeah. to extend that shit <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's he's it, exactly in that bucket so just give me the overs um and be done with it so um yeah. you know, and you Jeffrey can, Simmons I'm, is out for the Titans as well so there's no pass rush now either yeah, I mean, I, I was about to say that he can do it on one catch, but he'd obviously need two catches to, <laughs> to two catches uh, to do it. It's Tyreek. I'm sure he'd figure it out. Some, <laughs> somehow it'd work for him. Yeah, there we go. Maybe like yeah, it'd be. I, I, uh, I look, I I agree with you. It's the sensible bet. He'll probably get 170 odd, but I just can't do three digits. It just feels wrong. It does. It does. It does. It seem a bit uh, counterintuitive, but there we go. Um, but yeah, there we go. That is all the primetime games. Let's, uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, the handicaps just about scroll under the, the screen there. What are your fancies? I've had there's a few, few weird lines, both totals and handicaps this week. And obviously, we've got wind to, to take account for as well. Um, because I was looking at the Baltimore uh, Rams line of seven and a half and thinking mm. that that seemed a bit high, but then when you yeah, obviously it's yeah, when you've got you've got wind there as well, and we'll, we'll go through some of the games. Obviously, got wind, but yeah, your favourite handicap of week fourteen. Um, yeah, I've gone with the Bucks um, against the Falcons. It's no wind though; it's inside in uh, Atlanta, um, I believe, or is it? Yeah, I think it's in Atlanta, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no wind there. That's going to be fine. Uh, obviously, the Falcons are the least trustworthy team in the league. All the games are close and. I think I, annoyingly, I think I had the Bucks versus Falcons in Tampa as one of my bets on the pod last time, um, and that one lost. So it's a revenge spot <laughs> for me and for the Buccaneers. Um, but yeah, Buccaneers plus one and a half against a Falcons team that just can't get out of their own way. Um, they're challenging. Both of them are challenging for the NFC South, um, which is probably going to finish one by a team with a losing record, which is absurd. But uh, I, I trust more in Baker Mayfield, which is horrible to say than I do the Falcons offense and then the Falcons play calling. Uh, Rashad White's been getting a load of dump offs recently and Mike Evans is, has just been a, incredible. Frankly, he's, he blows up every week. He, um, he was one of the players that helped me uh, win a little bit more money last week, him and Kyron Williams in that late game, obviously, as you say, McVeigh having him in his fantasy team really helped me as well. So um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't trust the Falcons to score enough points. I do trust Jesse Bates on their defence, and that's a bit of a worry for me. He's been incredible recently, but I just think the Bucks getting points, um, it was it was too good for me to turn down. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Like I say, there are a few that don't seem quite right for me. Chicago, uh, let's have a quick look at the weather there. Chicago plus three and a half, yeah, I thought was a, was, a, was a bit, was a bit dodgy, a bit, I thought I was a bit low. Uh, no, that should be okay. 14, 14 mile per hour winds. Um, and then also, I'm not sure why Dem uh, Denver aren't favourites against the Chargers, considering how hapless the Chargers are. That didn't that doesn't seem right to me. So if you could juice up and get plus three for Denver, like just at mm. four or five or, or eight to yeah, 11, maybe yeah, I'll, two and a half. 
yeah, I'd, I'd take that. Um, I think maybe the Cincinnati Lions fine. Um, with if you trust Jake Browning's performance on Monday Night Football, obviously a bit of a short week uh, this yes. week. But yeah, and obviously Cleveland, Cleveland's a weather game. Uh, you've got oh, wow. apparently the Jets and Houston don't have a handicap. I'm not putting it on. <laughs> I've not put it on there. Uh, yeah, um, I yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, and, and half, the, I think it was six and a half. I'll just quickly adjust. Oh, that. Sorry, three and a half. Sorry, Texans minus three and a half. Yeah, um, and then I thought I thought it's thought it's quite interesting with uh, they go fix it. The Kansas City only one and a half point favorites against Buffalo. That's a bit of a weird. I'm not quite sure the bookies that quite know what to do with that because Kansas City are not in great form, and then Buffalo are in danger of missing the playoffs. So it's kind of a, a volatile two two volatile games or two, two, two sorry two volatile teams to try and get a kind of your your, your head round. But um, the one I've gone for is the long way the long way of saying the one I've gone for is uh, Minnesota minus two and a half. At Las Vegas, I just wanted to quickly bring the um, the standings up for the NFC North because the Minnesota Vikings are still in the um, I think they're still in the, the sixth or seventh seed race, aren't they? So they've still obviously stuff to play for. Josh Dobbs obviously had a bit of a mare against Chicago last time out. He's obviously getting the start again, but I, I think they're they're on the bye last week. Justin Jefferson should be back in the fold. I think they'll have way too much for a Vegas Raiders team who. I, I, I'm really hoping for all my bets finish fourth in the division. They currently are at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I could really do with uh, the Vaders losing this game. Uh, I just think Minnesota Vikings have the better players, not better, better coaching as well. I know they've the, the Raiders have improved under Pierce, but that's just a band-aid type of situation. And the um that will that will that will flip on his head at some point. But um yeah, I thought the, the Vikings should be a field, at least a field goal favourite in this one. So if you're gonna give me minus two and a half, I'll take minus two and a half. Yeah, yeah, definitely can't argue with uh, with them doing the business. Um, I do think that they they're, they're the side I would definitely go on that one. Um, I, it it just put me off because it seemed the line seems wrong. Frankly, like I, I it just it just worried me. Obviously, like with Justin Jefferson coming back. It seems like they should be more than two and a half point favourites against. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. with, two, with it being two and a half, there, there is. I think the book is essentially saying this is fairly a fairly even team. It's only two, two, three points now for home field, isn't it? So, they're, they're, yeah. I, I can't have that they're a fairly even team. I know the record suggests that they're a fairly even team. What Vikings are six and six, and the Raiders are five and seven. But um, I think there's just a bit more golfing, the golfing class there. So, yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. does look wrong. But yeah, give me the give me the minus two and a half. Yeah, um, one of the few games we didn't mention was um, 49ers. I think they probably will cover 11 points in Seattle, but obviously it's quite a lot on the road. And I, I would lean to Buffalo, frankly, against the Chiefs. Um, obviously, again, coming off the bye week, and they need the game a lot more than the Chiefs do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Chiefs, um, yeah, the four losses this season. It's obviously, four losses you might have expected at the start of the season, but after 12 games to have four losses um, seems a bit um, of mini, a mini crisis there. But we'll say, we'll say, it should be a good game anyway uh, on the, the and, box. That's probably... uh, Liam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Liam, yeah, Liam. <laughs> Liam's gone for Lions minus three and a half. Um, which, which we did mention. Yeah, we did mention that's fine. Yeah, he's got lines at minus two and a half. Okay, then let's take a look at some totals again. Yeah, some some games here. So I'll, I'll just quickly run for NFLweather.com. A uh, couple that uh, have been, what's the word? Uh, 
stand out from a from a weather from a weather perspective. You've got Indy versus Cincy, 50 mile per hour winds, slight chance of rain showers. Jacksonville, Cleveland, 17 miles per hour. You've got the New York Jets, Houston, definite rain showers, 19 miles per hour, and Baltimore, the Rams, 20 miles an hour as well. So you'll probably see as they as they flick along there, Baltimore uh, and the Rams is 40 and a half. Uh, which I thought, which absolutely stood out to me, which is why I then went and checked NFL weather because I, I would be happy just to take the overs on that. But um, if it's going to be crappy weather, like Baltimore can be in a December, uh, I'll probably pivot away from that. So what did I end up going? I've gone yeah over in Cincinnati in Indianapolis as well. So I'm not really doing myself any any favours. I'm asking asking for a loss. But uh, do you want to give a short under over and I might pivot to another one? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Liam's gone the same as you, so uh, you don't want to be on board with Liam for every bet you make this this week. That just seems seems like a bad idea. Um, yeah, I've I've gone with Chargers and Broncos under forty four. Um, scoring's down this year in general. Um, Broncos defense has been playing a lot better recently. Chargers can't get out of their own way, and I thought Joshua Palmer came back a few weeks ago. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently no. he's uh, only just getting activated at the moment. So they're still down to no pass catches. Um, they've been saying today that they may give various people the ball in the backfield, which makes sense because Austin Eckler hasn't been able to do it this year. But I, I just think these obviously these two teams know each other well, and I thought it was a relatively low line, frankly. Um, I'll admit I've not checked, I've not checked the weather in. Oh, it's in it's in LA, so it's inside anyway, so it doesn't matter. I yeah. thought it was in Denver. Um, but yeah, under under forty four in that one. I I've been not very good on my totals this year, frankly. So I'll uh, I'll give that one a go and see how it goes. No, it's not sexy going unders because I look at them all and think, oh yeah, probably under, probably under because there's so many bad QBs or so many QB injuries or so many you know injuries to teams and teams not playing well and all the rest of it. Because even like the Kansas City Buffalo line of forty eight and a half, like you would expect it to start with a five. Um, yeah. you know, I think I think probably the, the Vegas Raiders and Minnesota will probably be over. Obviously, that's indoors as well. Uh, but I'm going to pivot to Chicago and Detroit over. Um, I think with New Orleans scoring as many as they did quite comfortably against Detroit, I don't think that defense um, is as, stout, as stout as it was earlier in the season. So I think Chicago with um, is not really a weather game there. Justin Fields on the on the ground obviously had a bye week last week. I think they'll they'll put up some it'd, it'd be a game where they've both got 20 point 21 points plus. So um, I'll, I'll probably take the overs on that. I'd quite after getting it miraculously wrong last week going unders in Detroit uh, Detroit New Orleans. I'll go over this week and get and get that wrong as well. But um, yeah, well, so Adam has gone for like I say he mentioned uh, overs in the Baltimore Rams game. But obviously, just be aware on the weather there. Might turn out that it's actually fine because they tend to. I don't know. Just if yeah. you're going to put overs on these, make sure you you, you check the weather. Uh, give you obviously your best chance of of winning, unless you're going under, of course, and you want you want the weather. But um, yeah, but it's it's hard enough to come by points in most games this, this year. And like I say, it's you know considering we've we've actually got a 29.5 tonight. There's low. How many? I, I've lost count of the amount of 30 30 odd point uh, over unders there been this year. It's just. It's not. Uh, I'd say it's not been the greatest of products, but um, yeah, I, I don't think there's been that many exciting games compared to, to yesteryears. But uh, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. No, um, um, Steve Fezzik on um, the Ross Tucker podcast, he was suggesting that uh, it may mean that holds and PIs are adjusted by the referees to try and increase the product. Let's let's say so. Offensive holding might not get called as much as it used to. PIs might happen more. 
um, to try and just move, get teams moving up and down the field a little bit more. There were there were some there were loads of games last week well. where it's just penalty after penalty after penalty after penalty. It's just yeah. flags. It still didn't help because still hardly any points. But <laughs> yeah. then the one time that should have been a flag was uh, obviously MVS. Um, but they judged that MVS isn't capable of catching the ball, and therefore him having someone draped over him didn't affect the play. So. Yeah, it was. Um, there, there could be a little bit of balancing from that. I'd imagine, maybe in the favour of the Chiefs, because the Chiefs have to be the one seeds. But uh, Patrick Mahomes is not allowed to play on the road in this postseason, so they'll they'll figure some way of making it happen. Indeed. Right, we'll round off then. Uh, as just a little bit of a glance at touchdown scorers. I've gone for Lamar Jackson six to four. Again, if it's going to be a bit of a rainy game, um. Just give me the run, a quarterback that runs like Lamar Jackson does at odds against. It's just quite simple. There's no, yeah, Gus Edwards might get one, Justice Hill might get one, Keaton Mitchell might get one. Uh, I think it'd be quite a fun game. It could be even if it does go to the ground with Kyron Williams and on the Ram side as well. I think it still could be quite a decent, a decent fun game. I know the Baltimore defense is pretty is pretty stout, and obviously on the Rams you've got Aaron Donald and all the rest of it. On the you know, the Rams defense has probably been better than advertised coming into than we thought going into the season. But yeah, give me Lamar Jackson six to four, nice and simple. Um, I'm not going to try and be cute or anything like that because uh, I did well. I, I've not been great with. Uh, touchdown scores this year so just yeah pluck one out uh yeah um yeah can't argue with the run game <laughs> with the run game there I, I don't know how many scored this year it feels like he's not scored many which is i will find out for you getting the goal lines yeah oh, oh, don't the, lines the amount stuff, the amount of so. times i think gus bus has got double digit touchdowns isn't he so that's just, yeah, it's, it's that's all you it? need yeah. to know it's, uh it's he great. has um rushing five five rushing touchdowns gus edwards has 10 Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that that's kind of, it seems to be where they've mixed it up. But as you say, they, they could be very run heavy this week with, with the potential weather and what have you. So I definitely won't argue with that one. Um, I've gone with Michael Pittman, um, junior, uh, 13 to eight against a very, very bad Bengals defense, uh, who I haven't got Cam Taylor Britt. He's on IR at the moment. So I doubt he's going to return this year and he's been their best corner for the season so far. Um, obviously the Bengals won on Monday, but they still allowed 30 points. Um, so I think the Colts will be able to put up points. Minshew's a decent backup. He, he has obviously played a lot of the season and he's said, and well, Pittman doesn't score that much, but he had over hundred yards the last two weeks and he did score last weekend. So, um, I'm taking him to find the end zone. They don't, weirdly, they don't seem to use their tight ends and with Jonathan Taylor still missing, the run game isn't as powerful as it usually is. So. Yeah, uh, give me a Michael Pittman, a 13 to 8 on Skybet. There might be better for him, but again, as we say every week, finding prices this early is is difficult. Yeah, it is. I was just having a look at a few of the run. I was mentioning about the run game. I was, do you know what? I'm going to go out on the limb and say this is a Patrick Ricard touchdown game. Oh, for nice. 18, 18 to 1. I was just looking, even. Um, yeah, I can't argue that price. 15 to 2 for just two isn't that bad either. And then Devin Devin Duvernay sixteens. I think there was. I think there's going to be a, a bigger a bit a biggie. There's going to be there's going to be a biggie in that game. Got feels. Got feels. Um, no surprise. Michael, to... Michael Pruitt type. Michael yeah. Pruitt type prices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Charlie Kohler is sixteens. Uh, if you want to get involved with that. Um, no surprises that uh, Liam has gone for a Kansas City Chief to score a touchdown, but it is surprising that he's not gone for a wide receiver who's not going to catch a touchdown. He's gone for Travis Kelsey. He's not, gone, not Kadarius Tony. 
He's not gone Tony. He's not gone anyone. He's not gone Rashi Rice. He's not gone whatever McCole fucking Hardman. Uh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, he has gone Travis Kelsey. So there we go. Um, yeah, that pretty I much imagine is around evens. He's uh, do, do, do. Uh, he's he's not available on Lumin Odds Checker. Of course, he isn't. I'd imagine he's five to six, twenty to twenty-one, something like that. Uh, I'm quite surprised that our game's not been flexed really, or wasn't in a prime time yeah, slot. Five, five, five to six on bet three six five. Uh, I was just quickly going to look on uh, what's it called? It's not on Skybet yet. So fabulous stuff. Thanks, Skybet, for that. Um, so yeah, there we go. That's all of the uh, bets. Let's have a quick recap. Thursday night football over twenty nine and a half for me and Liam. Uh, Adam has gone for Matt uh, Matt Frymuth, Jesus Christ, Pat Frymuth, <laughs> so over 27 and a half receiving yards. Sunday Night Football, I've gone Philadelphia plus three and a half. Liam's gone Eagles, money line 64, and Jalen Hurts for Adam, only time touchdown score at five to six. And then in the doubleheader Monday Night Football, I've gone for Tyreek Hill, uh, over 104.5 receiving yards. Adam's gone for... DeVito over 173.5 passing yards and Liam's gone for an alternative and handicap line of Dolphins minus five and Packers minus four and that is evens. Best week spreads Minnesota minus two and a half for me, Bucks plus one and a half for Adam, Lions minus three and a half for Liam and then finally uh, totals uh, over 42 and a half Detroit Chicago for myself under 44 Chargers Broncos for Adam uh, over 40 and a half Baltimore and the Rams for Liam. That going to wrap it wrap us up for week 14 i didn't mention last week but uh, i only got two out of six uh adam and liam both with four out of six as well so last couple of weeks we've actually um we've actually done pretty well so um yeah a little tiny bit of yeah. form no, a tiny bit of form yeah. so may that continue um, into week 14 and if you do happen to follow me on twitter or do you do now maybe um obviously i had a gigantic week last week i did post up a massive winning bet uh, those things don't happen all the time. They do not happen very, very frequently <laughs> at all. I, I have a, I have a both players to score Trixie on most weeks of the season. That's the first one that's won all three of them. Admittedly, it was fifteen hundred quid from a tenner, which is nice. Um, and I got two out of three the other week. Two out of three return about one hundred and forty. Um, I do feel like I'm kind of, kind of obliged to put one up this week, so I will put one up on Twitter. Um, but do not expect it to win, please. Uh, do not put your Christmas money on it. Um, because it's very unlikely. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, 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 I, I dabbled. Yeah, I've not had a bet for a couple of weeks, really, like massively. But um, I, I used to dabble in any time touchdown scorers when I fancied someone quite decent, at decent price to, because that's just greed, isn't it? Greed. But there we go. Anyway, uh, all the best of luck for you, Adam. Obviously, all the best to people out there that are gambling. Please gamble responsibly, and we will see you all next week if I can find the outro. There it is. Bye. <laughs>